Is it we're up to? Yes, it is we're up to. We're up to two. Yes, to Dalit. Okay, so what have we seen again thus far? We've seen that there's two souls, the lower soul and the upper soul. And the lower soul man has in common with the animal kingdom. And the lower soul is really physical in nature, not spiritual, but it's physical as such. You won't be able to see it in a laboratory. You won't be able to see it under a microscope. You won't be able to isolate it from the body, but it's physical. It's physical, very, not perceptible, not substantial, but it's physical and it's housed in the dam, the blood. Connects a circulatory system. That's why Torah always associates dam with the nefesh, with the soul. The soul connects the dam. That's the lower soul that man, animal, Jew, and Gentile alike possess. Different degrees of sophistication, development. And there's the upper soul, which only mankind has. And yes, Gaim and Jew and and Yidin, Gentiles and Jews both have the upper soul. Uh, but as we've mentioned already many times, they have different versions of this upper soul. Do you have a lower upper soul? Or do you have an upper upper soul? And <clears throat> We also saw yesterday that our upper soul, we as Jews, we as Yidin, we as members of Klai Yisrael, we have upper souls that go all the way up. And they carry our existence up to the highest level possible in existence. And it means, you know, existence consists of everything that's outside of God. Because God is, is, technically speaking, is beyond existence, out of existence, brought existence into existence. We cannot really say that God is part of existence. God is beyond, outside Removed from existence, God is responsible for existence. We go to the highest level of existence, that means the level just below God himself. Our soul goes all the way up there. But that really has to be thought of as a part of us. We, we only see us from here and down. If we would have glasses within which we could see spirituality and souls, we would see the fact that we, we really keep going all the way to the top. As such, we exist. All Our soul shoots through all the levels of the heavens, of the universes, um, goes to all these levels where there's malachim and malachim and kaychas and kaychas and kaychas and it shoots all the way to the top and as such it should have perception, should have awareness and clarity in what it looks like, what's going on up there, hey, that's pretty cool, it's pretty funky, see all the things that are going up there and and uh, should be able to relay, back the, relay that back down to us. What we concluded with yesterday, what we read through yesterday and discovered yesterday is the reason why we don't have an awareness, a perception, an understanding of what's going on up there, even though we're up there, is because we are reduced by our down here. The down here part of us necessarily puts a cap, a limitation, and reduces the part of us that's up there. And we are reduced by our lowest common denominator, our lowest common component. That's really how it works. The, the um, highest part of us is locked into and brought down by the lowest part of us, can't perceive anything more the lowest part of us, and the job of of, uh, of every Jew and the mission in life is to try to raise the lower part up to the higher part and to allow the higher part to cycle back into the lower part. So although we still can't get full glimpses of what's going on up there, but I can elevate the body, make the body more and more and more insubstantial, make the body body more and more of just a, a vessel container for the soul that empowers the soul, that lets the soul access a little bit more of what's going on up there, which further comes down to the body, which allows the body to rise even higher, which allows the soul to be more empowered, which allows more to come down to the body, which allows the body to rise up further. So a positive closed loop over here. That's what we're supposed to do. We gave a muscle yesterday. Now, I want to modify that a little bit because as we proceed over here in the this section in Perik Aleph of Chela Gimel, it will be important to tweak and to modify our analogy. We, wanted, we gave an analogy yesterday. What does that mean? 
And what does that look like? That we have a higher soul that's limited and, 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 and reduced by its being locked into a, a lower body. What does that look like? And how, how do we understand that limitation? So we gave an analogy yesterday of the um, Detroit diesel engine, which Arthur was telling us about yesterday. We asked Arthur. Arthur, who used to be a uh, mechanic, right? Quite a good one, that's right, for those who are in the know. So Arthur was telling us yesterday that uh, the best engine that's out there is the uh, Detroit diesel engine. And uh, we asked Arthur, so what's the actually like the worst jalapiest car, you know, that you can possibly find? The worst kind of car, you know, awful wreck of a car. He said the Dehu, the Dehu car. So he said, it's, uh, you know, the, 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 what happens to the Neshama when you put it into the guf is it's taking this super powerful engine, diesel engine, and putting it into a, 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 an embarrassment of a car, a wreck of a car. And you're not going to have a car that can now drive like a race car. You're going to have an engine that's been reduced by the car that you put it into. The engine can only do so much. The engine, what, what do you want from me? Look what you did to me. You put me in this, in this wreck, this jalopy of a car. That was the analogy we have yesterday. It's a, it's a good one. It, it helps us understand what's happening over here, what happens when the soul meets the goof, the body. But I, I want to I modify it a little bit. If you put a good engine... Uh, terrible car. A terrible car, the engine doesn't lose the power. They can't, but the car can't do anything with it. Car can't access the power. It's still a terrible car. That's yeah, but the point. It doesn't lose the power. Right, the soul still stays in a high power flow. The, 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 the engine is reduced to what the engine is capable do, of doing by the fact that it's in the car. But anyway, I want to update the analogy anyway. I, want, I was, came in this morning, actually, with, uh, with uh, the, like, I, like we just said, we're going to update the analogy because it's going to going to need to be modified as we proceed over here. Let's give an analogy like this. This is a better one. One that's going to be more, we'll see, more um, suited for uh, the discoveries that we're going to be making here. You have <clears throat> you have a, a um, this is much more simplistic, I think more refined, and, and it's really going to capture the, the soul of what happens when the soul goes into the body. You have a hotter balloon, a hotter balloon, the major, you know, fired up with this major gas-powered, um, you know, ignite, ignition system over there, which, which keeps it aloft, which keeps the balloon filled up, um, and this hotter balloon is capable of going up to the stratosphere, let's say. I don't know if hotter balloons make it that high, but this hotter balloon can go to the stratosphere. It's fired up. It's ready to go. And that balloon can soar and it wants to soar to climb up to such heights and get such awesome, beautiful, breathtaking glimpses of the, of the landscape, the scenery, and the, the, the uh, vistas below. But it is currently being tied down with dozens and dozens of sandbags. It's ballast. It's tied down. It's roped to these sandbags that are immobilizing it, anchoring it to the ground. And it's ripping and roaring and rearing to go. It's all fired up. It's, it's trying to pull its way up. It's tugging to get up there, but it can't because of all this ballast. So the ballast is reducing, is limiting the power of that hot air balloon, and it's all powered up like that engine also. Yet, it's, 
incapable of going because it is connected to the basket, which is connected to the ballast, which is filled up with all the sand, with, with uh, you know, hundreds of pounds of ballast, it can't go anywhere. If I would begin to, re, you know, remove and reduce those sandbags one by one, it would begin to raise up just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then take them all off. It can go very, very, very high. Half of them off, it can go X amount, you know, feet. The more I take off, the higher it can go. It, it has all the power in the world to go, but being that it is connected to, fused to, and locked into all the ballast, it can't go anywhere. This is Rabbi Isai, the Neshama, and the Guf. Okay, Aristotle <coughs> is that, is that uh, ignition over there, is that jet pack that's in there in the middle of the hot air balloon, is, is just fully capable of going all the way to the stratosphere. Our body is the ballast, the sandbags that are weighting it down. Now, we'll see as we proceed, that means that the body is necessarily tied to the balloon, to the engine. The engine is tied to the body because we don't want to sever that. You sever that, that's called death. You know, if you cut away all the ballast and the soul just flies, escapes to, to the Ganadin and the body sinks down here, you never want to cut all the ballast up away. But the more that the body gets loosened and untied, the higher the Nisham is able to take the, the, the person himself. So we're going to see that this is um, going to be a, 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 a glimpse of ideas that are yet to come or that the Ramchal is going to share with us over here, which are eventually, ultimately going to take us into the realm of understanding what things like prophecy are, nevuah, which is yet to come, but now we can proceed. Let's see. Dalad. V'amnam. Even though, says Ramchal, we have to speak about something very important right now. Till now, we've been talking about the upper soul, and we've been speaking about it in a generalized sense. You know, the upper soul, um, the upper soul in a generalized uh, singular tense, as if there's only one of them. Says the Ramchal, that's really oversimplifying things. The upper soul has really different components, different parts, different pieces, and different levels. So as we said till now, a, a human being has to be thought of as like a, 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 um, a chain that has m- many, many links to it. We're one chain that has a lot of different links, and we are, the, the same way many links make up one chain, we are many, many links that make up one chain. Each and every, every one of us is a, is a chain. And we've been talking about the links till now. We said that what the lo- bottom link is the body. Then the link that connects the, the body is the blood. The link that connects the blood what connects the blood is the next transitional step is the lower soul. has to be mischaber, um, attaches itself, finds itself, is infused into the blood. And the upper soul is that link that goes to the lower soul, the, the spiritual soul. Connects to the animalistic soul. That's the next link. So the Ramchal is saying, oh, that's not really the full story. Till now, we've been talking about full, you know, a very simple approach to the human being uh, is, is four links. Says the Ramchal that upper soul is really many, 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 many links in of itself. The upper soul itself has 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 a whole series of links. That's what he means. Chalokim Rabbim Madrega Shainus. It has different levels, different um, stations, and and different parts to the upper soul itself. That each link connects the next one. Each one is another gap is being bridged. Another bridging of another gap through another link, taking me to a, yet another level, another level, another level, another plane of existence. Qualitatively, 
same to the point that we can say there's really multiple souls. In other words, till now we've said very simply there's two souls: the lower soul, the physical one, and the up, the physical slash animalistic one, and the upper one, which is the spiritual human being one. Says the Ramchal, no, there's much more than two souls. There's even in the upper realm, there's multiple souls, many souls. The Ramchal gives the marshal, he speaks it out himself. They connect to each other like links in a chain. Like links in a chain. Now that analogy, it's the same one that we just spoke at. It's a very poignant one. Very, very poignant one. Why do we always use the metaphor of links in a chain when we're talking about the stages of the soul, the component parts of the soul? The answer is, in a chain, <clears throat> we look at, let's say, three links in a chain. So we have link one, link two, and link three. Link one and link three are, are a full degree of separation away from one another. I mean, link one is, is um, not directly connected to link three, has no immediate bearing relevance or connection to link three, and that means there really is, 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 is a gap in between them which is, um, which is a, not a surmountable gap. They're, 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 they are different in nature, um, one from the other, and that they can't directly connect with one another, they can't directly correlate and correspond with one another. That's why you have link one and link three, and that's why they're not connected with one another. Link two, what link two is able to do is A, bridge the gap, but B, allow there to be a relationship between link one and link three. Allow them to be part of a greater person, uh, one one. Uh, unified person. So that's an amazing idea when it comes to understanding the neshama. You know, my neshama towers all the way to the, as we said, to the Hashem's divine throne, to the Kisei HaKavit. We go all the way to the top. And we have link upon link upon link. And we have an existence of our soul, which is so high up, so lofty, that it doesn't really know what to do with my body. It doesn't know what to do with my intellect. It doesn't know what to do with my mind. It can't interface. It can't interface directly with my mind. It's too many degrees removed, too many degrees of separation between my mind and the highest level of my neshama. But each link is able to interface with the link right below it, even though it's a half a degree removed, a half a notch removed. But the fact that they are connected allows them to interface. And the fact that it's interfacing with something that's connected to the next one is giving it an indirect ability to interface with that and to, to, to react to that and correspond to that. Um, and and you know, we have insights into that all over the place in, in our life down here. You know, where you have multiple degrees of, of separation where if I would take the, um, the, the matter where it originates and um, try to plug that directly into the final stage, it would, be, it would be an exercise in absurdity. But if I have multiple degrees of separation, each one is able to, you know, relay and connect to the next one. To, 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 the, to, the, to the end that ultimately you do have a connection, albeit indirectly between the top one and the bottom one, but that the system does work. You know, the, we've given Mishalom along these lines in the past, but it's a very good place to understand this. It's like, you know, you have um, computers, and you have um, us using computers, and we have a program running right here right, right now, something that looks like Zoom. We have Zoom. Zoom is designed to be pretty user-friendly. The computers these days are, be, are designed to be used by dumb people, Right? Which is a pella because, because sometimes they can be so frustrating, difficult to use, even though the, the, the smartphones are designed for dumb people. Um, 
technologies designed for dumb people. So it should be pretty straightforward. It should be pretty user friendly. A lot of times it is, but a lot of the times there are, you know, many times, many times it's not, and that's when it gets very, very frustrating. But right now this seems to be pretty user friendly. I see on the bottom, I switched this as mute and stop video and security and participants and chat and share screen and record reactions apps whiteboards whiteboard sounds interesting what would happen if we click on whiteboards okay let's not do that um so so a lot of different things going on over here and it's designed to be pretty user friendly now this what i see over here in front of us right now on zoom space is the results of what of some ultimately ultimately it starts with the computer code somebody wrote a program called zoom in hexadecimal code probably or whatever else they use programmers in some kind of programmer code and it's strings of what to us look like, you know, letters and numbers and mamas, gibberish, gibberish, right? And you, they write thousands and thousands and thousands of lines of this code. And it's processed by a computer, which translates that into ones and zeros, really. All computers know about is ones and zeros. That's all computers can think. And they take hexadecimal code, convert it to ones and zeros. And so it gets converted back into something else, which still doesn't show up over here. You'd have to have um, people on the other end that can, can, can create software for computers that they can take that hexadecimal code, which becomes binary code, which maybe becomes, I don't know, hexadecimal code again, maybe, I don't know, and, and, and put it into a form that when it comes out on the computer screen, you know, it has nice icons. And if I click here, uh, you know, it, it responds in a certain way. If I click over here, it'll react in a different way. It has to be able to run under, you know, uh, the, the Microsoft operating software under Win Windows, and gotta 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 be able to work the way I want it to work, whether I load it up on my computer or I have a different platform on a smartphone. So that's like the 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 web programmers or the computer programmers, the app designers. We're talking about many 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 levels of. Uh, and if you speak to Vasona, who really knows about computers, you know, they 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 would they would give us a lot more detail, probably a lot of boring details. So we'll try to keep things not so boring. But there's a crazy amount of, of, of levels of interpretation and transference and modification and, 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 and application from the step one, stage one of the computer program. So I have something on my screen that really is a semblance of a working, running, functioning computer program called Zoom. If we would take the hexadecimal code, when the programmers originally write Zoom and they write it in computer code and, 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 and just try to work with it over here, we, it would be an impossibility. It would be lost. It wouldn't, wouldn't work. It, it, it's, it's, it's too many degrees of separation away from us. We wouldn't be able to do anything with it. It has to be linked onto a, the next link, which is able to just take that and do a little bit more with that. And then there's the next link, which takes it and does a little bit more makes it into this version, that version, and that version, until it finally comes to the final version over here, which the software that's running on my computer can receive the, the second to last step and apply it, transfer it, and translate it into something that looks, you know, like a program that, we're, that we're, we are used to seeing. So all the links on the chain are there to make a transition step by step to be able to make this be able to interact and interface with something that's just <laughs> slightly removed from it in order to be able to get the ultimate, the highest level, to have some degree of interaction, interface with the lowest level. So that's what's going on with our soul. Our neshama it isn't just one um, homogeneous uh, upper soul that goes all the way up. 
because there's so many levels of creation that go all the way up, different levels, levels of uh, different levels of angels, and levels where there aren't any angels, and levels where there aren't even any thing that's not angels either. And my neshama works its way through all those levels. It, as such, it has to go through different iterations. It has to have different existences if my neshama is going to exist up there. That's radically, fundamentally different level of existence. So I have to have different aspects of my neshama that can exist over there. And my neshama has to link together through all those levels of existence for it to be one neshama that can interface with me, that can affect me. So this is what's going on with the neshama. So that's why the Ramchal says, There's many nefashas, and, and they connect to each other like links in a chain. And um, we're used to certain terms. Everyone knows the famous terms, nefesh, ruach, and neshama. We have the soul, the spirit, and the, the soul, right? Nefesh, ruach, and neshama. So this is part of what the Ramchal is referring to. That's already like major links in this chain. And even within <coughs> Nefesh, there's sublinks within the, the Ruach, there's sublinks within the Neshama, there's sublinks. And there's higher links above the Neshama also, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama. And yet even others that have to go all the way up to the top. But, you know, this gives new light on this concept of Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. These are different links in the upper soul, which of which there have to be because the upper soul has to go through so many different versions of reality. Um, the same way says the Ramchal, all the different links create one unified chain. From all the links in the soul, we have one soul. They're all linked to one another. And the lowest one goes to the lowest, soul, the lower soul. The final shank in the upper soul is the one that links onto the lower soul, the animalistic soul, the physical soul. And that links into the blood. Um, so again, an amazing idea. I can't directly connect to the highest level of existence because it's too far away from me, but through all these other links I can. And as we'll see, another nafkami this is going to make Rabbi Sai, and we said, being that it's one chain, so we can say in a certain sense, it's not incorrect to say that the upper chain, upper link is connected to the lowest link, yes, through all the other links, but it is one long chain, and they are connected even if indirectly. So too, if you have one long chain that spans, you know, miles and miles and miles, but all linked together, if you shake it at the bottom, something's going to happen at the top. And if you shake it at the top, something's going to happen at the bottom. It may be barely perceptible, but something will happen. Movement at the top will come down to the bottom somehow. Movement at the bottom will go up to the top. And we see that's going to be very, very, very critical. A very critical idea in understanding um, what we're, that we're going to see. How, how um, this, this helps us get to lofty levels of insights, of visions, and things like that. Being that it's one long chain, one long chain, the top does come, movement at the top comes down to the bottom, movement at the bottom comes down to the top, because it's one chain. It's one chain. Uh, that's going to open up a lot of doors for us, and stay tuned. We're going to see more of that. Um, says the Ramchal something that sounds a little scary. Although it's one chain with, with uh, you know, being linked together, link upon link, it's possible for a person to temporarily lose some of those links. For some of those links to be unlinked cut open with some kind of cosmic bolt cutter. It's possible for that to happen. Um, a person can regain them. Or a person can receive extensions 
can receive extra links in his chain, temporarily, which he may lose later. When a person loses links or, or, or gains extra links temporarily, that doesn't show up in the body. The um, activity of the upper souls is not something that shows up in a physical sense, as we mentioned many times, only in an intellectual sense. You don't see anything physically. Physical life only requires the lowest ring of the the lowest link of the upper soul to connect to the, to the lower soul. Um, the upper links of my neshama don't add nor do they detract from physical life or physical perception. The activities of the upper links of my upper parts of my upper soul are there for connectivity with matters of the of the intellect of the neshama of understanding and awareness nothing to do with physical life rather it have to do with with again um, wisdom understandings awarenesses according to what is uh, within my the, the possibilities of what I can gain from being connected up there when we talk about having extra connections, extra links, um, that is one way of understanding the neshama yaseir, the extra neshama that a yid gets on Shabbos, means he is has an extra reinforced connection to his upper soul. Now, we mentioned this in the past. That's why on Shabbos, a person's davening can pull off more. A person's learning. He learns Torah on Shabbos, it accomplishes more. He davened on Shabbos, it accomplishes more because he has a stronger connection, a reinforced connection to certain parts of his upper neshama. But again, it won't show up over here. So people say on Shabbos, we've talked about this in the past, let's talk about it again. So Yid says on Shabbos, his neshama yisair comes and he says, man, I feel it, man. I feel that neshama yisair. Do you feel it? You feel it? I feel the neshama. I feel it. Right now I'm feeling it right here. Right? Now I'm feeling over here. No, there's no such thing. You, know, you don't feel it physically. You don't feel it, you know, in, in a bodily, physical sensation. What the Neshama Yaseira is instead is a stronger, a stronger link, a stronger bond, reinforced chains. You get stronger chains, stronger links to your, your, your higher Neshama, to the, your highest Neshama, which means that a person is more effective down here with what he's doing on Shabbos. He's more um, attuned to matter spiritual. He, he is more um, in line with all matters spiritual. He is, he is more of a, a consonance, more on the same wavelength with matters spiritual. So he'll daven better if he wants to. He'll daven with more ease. He'll learn better if he wants to. He'll learn with more ease. His learning will be guided better. His learning will be more powerful. His davening will be better. His davening will be guided better because the part of him down here, which... It needs to connect to his higher, utmost levels is reinforced on Shabbos. That's what it means. Now, certainly that can create an excitement. And it should create an excitement. And maybe when someone says he feels his Neshama Yaseira, what he's doing, he's feeling that thrill. He's, he's, he's experiencing that gratifying thrill of, of, of perceiving. Wow. Perceiving that his... Um, the computer's still got power. So that, of perceiving 
that um, that his neshama yaseira is operating, perceiving that um, we said links can be added, links can be detracted, Rabbi. Right? So links can be taken away too. You say wrong. <laughs> yeah, apparently. No, I don't know. It was wrong. We, we, we were drifting to places that maybe we're, we're, yeah, that's right. We're revealing things that are, that are not supposed to be revealed, perhaps. Okay. Um, I was about to tell everyone when Mashiach is coming. <laughs> Actually, we'll have to save that for another time. Okay. Um, anyway, so a person could, could feel that thrill. Could, you may feel, experience like a thrill on Shabbos. The thrill is like an intellectual thrill. The same thrill a person gets when he had a power learning session. And he really chapped the Tysus. He had a power learning session. He was able to put the whole sugya together. A real amazing davening. And he f- walks out of his Shemona Esri feeling, I really was talking to Hashem. So that's that, you know, the more abstract, ephemeral, intellectual type of thrill, gratifying thrill that a person could feel on Shabbos. Again, but it's not a physical feedback. It's not physical feedback. And not the physicality saying, yeah, man, I can feel the Neshama Yisera, man. I feel it right here in my goof. No, you don't feel it in your goof. You have extra siyat the on Shabbos, which could certainly create a thrill of, of, of that rewarding, gratifying thrill. But that's where it's that that's where it, it is located. Um, go good. We just read that. Says the Ramchal, the five the, 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 the main components of the upper neshama. The Ramchal gives away. This is why we just lost power. This is the Ramchal, not me. Five divisions of the soul, which the Kabbalists identify. This is Kabbalah. Says the Ramchal. There are five main divisions to the soul. Now we're used to hearing three. Says the Ramchal, there's really five. Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida. There's the Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. Those are the three that we all know about. Link one, two, and three. And above that, we have Chaya, and we have Yechida. The fourth level is called Chaya. The fifth and the highest level is called Yechida. And those are the five main links of the soul. And, and, um, When things are going well, a person can theoretically be connected all the way to the top through those five links. And on Shabbos, you have reinforced links to very high places. So my learning is connected to high places. My davening is connected to high places. Good. Now, the Ramchal did say that a person can lose some links. The links can be cut. That sounds scary. And if, if the links are cut, then what's actually keeping a person alive? If the links are cut. If links are cut, like the whole thing should collapse. How, how can a person stay alive if the links are cut in the middle and all the links have to be connected to each other like links in a chain? And the top part of the chain is connected to, to God, to Kisiyakavit. The bottom part is connected to the body. I mean, what's the difference if we cut the nisham away from the soul, from the body? If we cut it away at the bottom link, then the body collapses and the soul rises, and that's death. Is there any difference whether I cut it over here or I cut it over here? You know, guys were hauling up a guy on that rope ladder into the helicopter. And um, we come out with a scissor. We say, Yo, you'll, you'll be okay. We're only cutting it at the top. We're not going to cut you off at the bottom where you are. We're just cutting the rope ladder at the top. It's going to result, you know, he's going to end up at the same place. Right? So what does Ramachal mean that a person can lose links in the middle as long as he doesn't lose the links on the bottom? It sounds baffling. It sounds baffling. So I'll just say this very quickly because um, it's late. And... and um, 
And uh, these are mysterious topics. Mysterious topics. We're sitting. The, the atmosphere is a, a bit of. There's a bit of mystique right now in the atmosphere, which is probably appropriate. But the idea is like this: um, even when links are cut in the middle, there's emergency links that connect the person all the way to the very top. The topmost links are never lost. And Reb Chaim Velazhin and Nefesh Chaim says it says a beautiful idea. There's a, something called kares. Kares actually means cutting links of your neshama. The new, new understanding of kares. Kares means severance, snipping, cutting, like say for krisus. So kares means when a person is cut off from his neshama. Sounds scary. Um, and it doesn't sound very pleasant, not gishmak at all, to be severed from your neshama. Um, this, the, why does that not result in, in, in total death and, 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 and immediate death and total um, destruction of everything? So says Reb Chaim there's always there's emergency links that connect the person always all the way to the top. You know, like they have the emergency cables in the elevator. If the main cable snaps, they have emergency cables that kick in to keep the elevator from plunging down to the bottom of the shaft. So a person has emergency links that always keep him anchored to the highest level of his neshama so that even if there's car race, which severs him, he's he's has the emergency brakes to kick him. He's linked to the highest level of the neshama with the emergency tethers. Now, so if that's the case, so who cares? So let's get car race, right? Let's go for it. Because anyway, we're, we're linked to the top. So these are emergency cables, and they're only there to preserve the existence of the id, to keep him from certain death, and to allow him to do tshuva, to allow him to reassemble the links. But as we mentioned, I can't really get anything out of my upper links. The highest links, we're connected, the link five to link one. Link one can't do anything for link five. Link five can't get anything from link one. The same way, if suddenly Zoom was replaced with hexadecimal code, even Rabbi Hoffman doesn't know hexadecimal code, right? You can't do anything with this stuff. We don't know what to do with hexadecimal code. It may be an emergency connection, but we can't do anything with it, right? So that's why Kares is bad, because we're barely kept alive through the emergency cables that, that connect us to the Kisayak COVID, but they're emergency cables, they're connections that go all the way to the top, but only for the purposes of keeping us alive and allowing us to do tshuva. We can't get anything else out of them because they're connected to a place that is out of touch, that is beyond our grasp, beyond our capabilities of doing anything with. Okay, so that's saying a big idea, hopefully in a very short way, the lot to digest. We covered a lot of ground this morning, Baruch Hashem. And we will continue tomorrow with Simon Hay. And in the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful, amazing today. Thank you for joining me.